This is Good Riddance the Podcast. Yo, 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 where we at out there, man? Where we at out there? Good Riddance is here, man. Good Riddance episode number eight. We here live. Mic check. Was that it? Hey, you there, man? You there? You good? You good? What's going on, Jay? Man, talk making to me. Making sure, making sure. Man, we here, bro. I mean, we are here. Man, it, it was it was kind of a hassle getting here. Seems bro. like Quentin Tarantino chose today to like get a movie going to block off the streets, right? Blocking off the streets of Hollywood. Disrespectful. <laughs> Disrespectful. Man, like one of my biggest pet peeves, bro, is uh paying for parking. Same here. I hate it. It's like I gotta pay you. To park my car, I'm so glad of the invention of Uber, Lyft, and all that shit, where I could just get dropped off and take it a little further. I got to pay you, right? Mm-hmm. I got to pay you to park my own car. Let me add something to that. A little more context. Hit it. I got to pay you to park my car, and I have to walk by a sign that says, we are not responsible for any theft, damage, blah, blah, blah. That may occur. Yeah, that's a fucked up one. What the fuck? That's so, a fucked up one. I, I, so that, what are we paying for? See, th- this is where I say it is full of disrespect. And quite frankly, excuse me, I don't like it. I mean, what are you going to do about it? Buy a helicopter. That's the goal, man. Park in a fucking building. That's <laughs> Say fuck you and you park a lot. Now that's what? the fucking goal. Park on top of their building. Like, fuck yeah. Done. <laughs> now what? Man, this week, bro, it's been it's been a crazy week, bro. It's been it's been kind of slow, which I kind of like, but it's also been kind of kind of hectic. Probably in the sense that all last week I was on vacay, and then like do? I didn't do shit. It felt good. I don't know what you do for my birthday. Obviously, something went down, didn't it? Oh uh, man, so. I mean, we got Tuesday. Do, we, last we got Tuesday, shout-outs player. Come on. Last Tuesday was 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 the birthday. Just hit the big two seven. Um, I just went to Benihana. I just played it. I just played it cool all week. Friday went out. Saturday went out. You know, you was there for Saturday. I was. I was there. What do you think, man? It was pretty dope, man. Well, it was. It was called the uh, um, downtown was. Reserve, the, the reserve, right? It's called the reserve, downtown reserve. LA. Yeah, yeah, reserve it was downtown. Yeah, that man. was my first time there too. I mean, it's disrespectful. You see that? It's all good, you man. That? that was all good. That, check that, in. That, Go ahead and check in. You know, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but no, it was good. It was really mm-hmm. good, man. You know, we had a good time out there. You know, the drinks weren't bad priced. Um, the entry wasn't bad either, man. It was. It was actually. It was pretty smooth. Like I, it was way smoother than I anticipated it. Because when I pulled up, I was like, ah. Why did I do this? But, but then, you know, after getting in, hearing the DJ spin a couple records, he played some, he was playing some good tunes. He played some of that couple, good stuff. Couple drinks. I, I was, hey, I, was know, in, I was in my happy place. Don't forget the hookah bar. The little hookah that we had going on. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was definitely, it was definitely good. I feel like everybody that came out to, to chill with me, fuck with me, um, they enjoyed themselves. You feel me? I think so, man. But you know what I what I found intriguing about that place? It, it was the very first time I went, by the way, or at least I think so, because uh, 
if I did go, because it was very reminiscent to me. I, if I recall, when I did go, I was very, very intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, I actually remember what I walked into and what I'm walking out of. Okay. But, um, yeah, you know, I found that intriguing. There was, like, about, what is that, like, two or three sets of dance floors. Yeah, there was, like... Like, an upstairs. Yeah, there was, like, two and then separate two, yeah. downstairs. There was, like, it was, it was, it was... It was an intriguing situation. It was something special. Intriguing. Hey, hey, but let, 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 let them know, bro. How people be acting in these places, bro. Man, <laughs> I'm going to just put it like this. <laughs> I'm just put it like, I do not like tough guys. You know what? Let's make a segment. Tough guys, man. Tell me right now. Let, let, let's, let's give the music a couple of minutes of what tough guy definition is and what we don't like. What is it? What is it about a tough guy you don't like? To me? Yeah. What defines it? So... A guy, right, or girl, who gets a couple drinks in them, right, and they're walking around the fucking club like Luke Cage. <laughs> they're talking shit and everything. What was so cold about it is because I was, I, think I was talking to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you. We're at the club, so it's kind of loud. So we're just kind of low key, and all of a sudden, like. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I hear a lot of stuff going on around me. I'm just not paying attention to any of it really, right? Right. So, I hear people walking, talking, laughing, whatever, dancing, saying, hey, turning up, whatever. So, I I hear a guy kind of in my peripheral hearing, if that makes any sense. Your spider sense is sort of tingling. Yeah. All of a sudden, I hear is, hey, motherfucker, I'm like, I don't, I don't really tune, I don't really catch, I heard it, but I didn't really catch it, right? So we're still talking, and I still hear a motherfucker talking shit. So I look up, and I see his homeboy, who's like, standing between him and I, and he's like coming towards me, saying whatever the fuck he said. So I'm really kind of just, I'm drunk, so I'm not even really understanding what's going on, but I'm noticing this guy is like targeting me, looking at me, screaming my direction. Right. So I'm looking, bro, I get this nice little smirk, because he's not knowing that he's one guy, and he's about to get cleaned the fuck up. You know what I mean? It was one of those things where it's like, because, mind you, I had you standing like in front of me. Right. One of my other homies, like two people ahead of you, another one of my homie behind me, and then, like, off to the side was, like, one of the other homies. Soon as they hear this, we held the line. Everybody's fucking eyes snapped to him. Right? So not only will I clean him up, but then I got my boy sneaking up on the back, like, okay, we're about to do a cleanup job right now. I'm, I'm standing, I'm smiling. I'm like, what? Like, I'm, but let's, let's, I'm still trying to like register this shit in my mind. Like, what the fuck are you? But then, so I'm standing there knowing that he can't get too crazy because you know it, it, it won't end well. You know, you and it, it remind me of this. Remember that um what fucking movie was that? Uh uh Infinity War came out. Right. And, and 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 Strange was sitting there. He was like Indian style. And his head starts twitching around. Yeah. His head starts twitching around. He starts like in his mind playing over scenario over by scenario by scenario. And then Stark is like, What's going on? He's like, I just thought of all the ways that this could possibly turn out. <laughs> and then Cap, and and not Cap. Uh, uh, Stark is like, so how many ways are they? Here's like, he's like one. Like, there's one way this can end. <laughs> one out of two hundred and something million that he. <laughs> there's one way this can end. You know what I mean? So it, 
and it, it just goes to show like the lack of awareness of people. You get what I'm saying? Like, right. what are you doing? Bro, we at the club. It's bitches around here. The bar's over there. The music's being played. Everybody's having a good time. The fuck are you focused on me for? What did, what did I... I don't even know you. What did I do to you? I remember that. It, it's just one of those things where it's like, go enjoy the music. Have a drink. Talk to your girl. Go talk to broads that's in here. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Let me ask you something, man. Do you think that the... A lot of people nowadays, it's because, you know, I, I've noticed this, which is why I kind of, I mean, I like going to clubs, right? It, it's a fun environment. But it's like almost one of the things that I always noticed in mm-hmm. club sceneries. You always got a group of dudes looking for some chicks. And these group of dudes start drinking, get drunk. They don't know how to control themselves. There's always that one fucking guy, a tough guy, who wants to pick a fight with somebody for no fucking reason. And coincidentally, this is the group of motherfuckers not getting laid that night. But do you think that, like, these these fools go out there nowadays just to try to create a show? To try to make themselves feel important? In some I think so. I, I think there's a little bit of that going on. It's just one of those things where it's like, dude, like... like get, get, get it together, right? Get your, yeah, get your shit together. Like, I had a homie. Like, I, I think I probably said it on, on air one of these days. Every time we went out, for some odd fucking reason... He would get into it. Was like, you know what I mean? It was right. one of those things where it's like, if we're out, somebody's disrespecting you, and so every blue moon type of thing, you know, we're okay. men. We're right. men. We're not tolerating disrespect. Of course right? not. Right. But if every single time we go out, you have an issue with something or somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've probably gotten into like three or four. I've probably gotten into like eight verbal altercations. With my boy, with other dudes, I've gotten into probably like two, three physical altercations, and it's just one, and it's just one of those things where it's like, like you, my boy, so like I'm a ride with you. You fucking up, right? So if we out, you do some stupid shit, you get into it with somebody. Of course, I'm not gonna just let you out there go to bat by yourself, right? But when we get out, I'm gonna tell you how stupid you are. I'm gonna tell you like what the. Like, I'm going to tell you about yourself. So, I've never let him slide without being like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Right, right. But it just got to the point where I was like, can't fuck with you. I, every time, like, I haven't seen him in, we haven't kicked it in a while. But, like, every time we do go out, and if we are to start going out again or whatever, we're only going to be in controlled environments. Like, come to the crib, playing cards. Chill. Let's do, like, a chill environment with, you know what I mean, not a lot of commotion. Because, like, every time we, we were at a bar... Little house party. This was back in the day. So right, house right. parties were like the shit to be at. Club, bar, like it was just one of the, like, you know what I mean? Like we got into it just real quick. We got into it um in like some some Mexican gang hood, right? And like I'm standing there and I'm like, you don't like you know what I mean? Like we we don't have home court advantage. We don't know where the fuck we at. We had a house party. Right. We don't know the ins and outs of these blocks and this neighborhood and what type of dude is over here. So we already at a disadvantage. Right. Why would you go ahead and pick a fight with God knows who? You and, and so I just I just had to kind of like sever ties, you know what I mean? You had to elaborate the situation. Learn from it. Yes. It, it was one of those things where it's like we 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 sit around, we joke around, we play, and although we might be serious about a dude getting into it with us, and we think to ourselves, like, bro, like, please stop. It's not going to end well for you. 
is going to be a scenario that can take place where it's not going to end well for us. We're not true. untouchable. That's true. It's uh, You know what I noticed, though? I mean, nowadays, you don't know who the fuck you're fucking with. I mean, back, really. you know, there was once upon a time where, you know, like, uh, you know, let's say you had one person that was in the boxing, mm-hmm. right? And he was being trained. And this person's, like, lethal and shit. Like you, you know that if you were gonna go up to this motherfucker and start picking a fight, you know that you were about to get bombs to come back at you. You know, as good as a fighter as you thought you might have been, right? Mm-hmm. But like nowadays, it's like you don't even know. I mean, you got jujitsu, you got Muay Thai, you got—I mean, th- these dudes that be grappling. I mean, there's a lot of self-defense, you tactics out that there. That is fucking true. Because my, shout out um to my man Carlos, man. Carlos, okay. He, he trained. All right. Mind you, we were cool a long time, right? Um, and we haven't talked in a long time. He lives in like Pico Rivera or something like that now. Okay. But we got into it. This was probably we were like 19 years old. Mind you, pretty much his entire life, he's always, he, he's always done like Mitch Martial Arts, Jiu-Jitsu, like okay. Judo. Like he knew this shit. Like okay. really knew it. Judo's pretty lethal. Right. Yeah. He really knew it. Right, right. He trained every day, and like his his older his dad like and they got him into it at a young age, twelve, thirteen years old. So at this point, he's been doing this shit for eight, nine years. Right. I told a motherfucker like, "Yo, please don't do anything. Please don't. You don't want to fight him." <laughs> <laughs> I went to somebody and advised them to calm down, to chill, because you know you know the outcome, the repercussions. Like, you, Come on, bro. Right, right. You know, like, what do you, like, you don't know. Like, I don't know. See, people don't know any better. But that's the thing. They just think they're tough guys. Like, that's the problem. You're tough. That's fine. But what are you doing? Let me let me ask you this much, right? Because, all right, we, we, we're talking about the street tough guys, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the ones that, I mean, we, we know we can mop up like nothing, right? What about these guys like... Uh, like, all right, you you know how, you know, we, we had a conversation a little bit earlier about studio rappers. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, studio gangsters, I should call it, right? Do you believe that there's, like, a movie, uh, movie martial artists that are, like, just movie martial artists? Like, do, do, do you really think, like, Van Damme, for example? Van Damme Maybe came, came Van down Damme. to your crib and, like, he like, he was your bodyguard. Do you think that he could just drop them kicks and knock motherfuckers out? Not Van Damme. Not Van Damme? Oh, no. What about Steven Seagal? Not Steven Seagal. Man. Maybe like Jackie Chan. You think Jackie Chan? I think Jackie Chan. Okay, Jackie. Who, who else you think? Who, who else in the... What about Jason Statham? I don't know about Jason Statham either, bro. I just... Maybe. It's, maybe. You just never know. That's that's. I think that's the point well, that you're trying to get to. It's because, I mean, these dudes train for this kind of shit. Like, you know... You they know, movie train, though. One of the guys... No, one of the guys that was actually trained, I mean, mixed martial arts, was that dude, uh, the guy who plays Spawn, man. Uh, we did, I, I, I Michael that. Michael White Michael yeah Jay J- White they, Jay White Michael Jay J- White yeah. Michael J White yeah. So this dude actually trained in actual martial arts. I mean, I, I believe he's a black belt in something. I can't. I, I top of my head, right? Right. You know, so he trains, he teaches, you know, all this kind of stuff. One of the biggest debates that I've ever heard all the time, because you got like a lot of people on like YouTube and shit like that that they train, right, right, and they train people. 
Or have you ever seen those uh, uh those fake martial artists, bro? Like, have you ever seen those videos of like like a sensei or a master, and they're teaching you something, right? Yeah. And then like they don't even touch you, and you're flying all over the place. Uh huh. You seen those shit? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, th- I remember there was a video that circulated a while ago on YouTube or some shit, right? That one of these masters literally fought an actual MMA guy. Like, you know, right. this dude accepted the challenge. He, he threw out a challenge. He said, I will, I will pay $5,000 to anybody who accepts the challenge. This fool jumped on it. Fucked him up. <laughs> he fucked that fool up. And I mind you, this guy had training facilities, training people. All this kind of shit. Okay. You know what I mean? So it was a fraud. Yeah. And, and that's dangerous though, man. When you think about it, if you go to a spot, that's mm-hmm. dangerous. If you're being taught by someone that's not legit. That's even when very the, dangerous. Even when the shit goes down, bro, you're going to be fucking trying to wave someone off his shit. And that shit is not going to Get your ass knocked the fuck out, you know? You're going to get fucking cleaned up. So, <laughs> it, that, and that's my thing. So, it's just like, it, it, it's so crazy. And that's why I'm saying like, they always said, if these guys are so true mixed martial artists, mm-hmm. why you know why not ever compete for real like in UFC, pride fighting, anything yeah. like that? That's why. That's why I wouldn't trust anybody that I can't see fight themselves. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I, I would not have a, I would not have somebody train me that I haven't got to see myself, whether it be videos or tapes of you. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Fighting, like I don't, I don't want any part of it because I can't trust you. <laughs> I can't trust you. That's like somebody coaching you how to tell you how to do your job. That's never done your job. That's never like, done your job. That's right. It's a crazy speaking, shit. Crazy shit. Speaking of, speaking of doing a job, maybe it's not directly correlated. Let me ask you, fill us in. Hold on. How do I want to position this? Okay, I'll just give it all to you. Okay, and let you t- and let you have at it. Kylie Jenner. She's, Just, a, she's a Kardashian, right? Yeah, she's one of the Kardashians. Okay, all right. Got it. Okay. She was she just covered Forbes magazine for her makeup, making a making X billion, X amount of do, a billion dollars, whatever, whatever much she made. It's a lot of fucking money, right? Okay. She made it to Forbes, got it. Right. So let's get past that. I don't even want to necessarily talk about her being on Forbes, but whatever the fuck ever. The thing I want to get to is it said self-made. Uh, what I'm going to ask you is, what is your definition of self-made? Define self-made. Oh, man, that was a good positioning. I'm going to tell you so that. So I was right thinking now. about, should I just ask you to define <laughs> self-made and tell you about Kylie? Or should I just give it all to you? No, so I, just, I just gave it all out. That was good. So, all right. My definition of self-made mm-hmm. would be a person, a human being, right, that literally took himself from any environment in which they found themselves in, more on the end of poverty, or not even not necessarily poverty, but let's say middle class, but created something that was so big that now generations to come will be able to enjoy from it, learn from it, and you'll be able to feed families from you know generations to work with. So it's either doing something in general or creating something in general. Okay. But doing it yourself though, you know, 
finding ways to be able to get it done. Would you define Kylie Jenner as being self-made? Are you ready for me to blow your mind? Yeah. I want to say for the sake of the makeup, yes, in that sense. And I'll tell you why. Hey, we about to pack up the podcast. That's it for today, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, though. Okay. Kind of going back to my definition of what self-made is. You have to create something. You have to make something that works. Right. Because, um, again, one thing, because keep in mind, you could be the son of a billionaire mm-hmm. and be nothing. Everybody could look at you and say, wow, you it's have kinda all hard this to be, money. It's kind of hard to be nothing. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm referring to in the sense of business. You know how people are overshadowed by their parents or their father that is yeah. the man. And then, you know, when you die, now you're just, you're just a trust fund baby. You're not respected in the right. real rich world. You're looked upon like, uh, whatever. Right. So in that piece of perspective, I say that maybe, just maybe, we can call her self-made in that sense. She created a makeup line. Very, very successful, and made billions out of it. I don't know. If she's. I don't know. If she's self-made though. Well, I mean, like, but she made billions out of it. But but she did that, and she was propelled by her sisters, by her mom, like by fucking Caitlyn Jenner, but, but, Bruce Jenner slash. But keep keep in mind, one thing I do want to say: a self-made person seeks the guidance and publishing of anyone that's more successful than them to get them to the goal where they want to be. Right. But that's like, if we got it, like, like if you, let's say like, you know, when, when you were basically, when you were getting into sports, right, you were about to do the football thing, the whole night, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, at that time, you had a John Elway sitting with you saying, you know what? You're on the son. I like what you're doing. You get cool with Johnny. You guys are friends now. And then John says, you know what, man? Put you on the draft list. That's you see, but it's at that point. See, a lot of people can be like, "Ah, oh, man, the only reason why he made it is because he got lucky enough to be in front of John Elway." And John is the one that gave him the push, who put him there. Well, he didn't get himself within his own ranks. I, I don't think that's. I think, I, don't, I think that's a false parallel. How's that? The reason why is because if if that scenario were to happen, uh-huh. that means I'm playing football. I'm doing it. I'm talented. I'm. You're not giving me anything. Now, if I said, "Yo, I'm gonna open up this business," and somebody says, "Okay, here's a check for four hundred thousand dollars," you make a good point. I think I think I missed one piece of it. Whereas I guess I, my verbiage was incorrect. Let me mm-hmm. correct that. Because my what I if I hear myself right, I heard myself say he would go up to you and tell you, "Hey, I like how you play." Right. In this case, what I meant to do is, is vice versa. You go to him. Telling him, hey, man, I want you to see me play. I want you to see me do this. I want you to see me do that. We'll give you some time, kid. But then finally, he's like, you know what? You're bugging me enough. Let me see you play. And then he tells you, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm like, hey, play. You do pretty good. And but, then, you, then you get the backbone support. But even still, like, that's still off my fruition. That's still off my, whether I, whether he came to see me and he was like, man, this motherfucker going to play. Or that I told him, yo, you need to check me out. And then he thought, man, this motherfucker going to play. You know what I mean? So it's it's still off my doing. Right, but in, in her doing is what? Makeup. 
don't know, man. I just, I just, I just don't agree with that. Like, I she mean, can't be. It's because it's it's a fine line, man. The, the reason why we can't consider her like to be self made in so many ways is because a her family already has a fuckload of money. Mm-hmm. The way they got the money, I mean, Kim's marketing, I mean, has always been you know her sex tape and her ass. Like that's basically boom, that's it. <laughs> and she's made millions, and 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 I'm not knocking that in any way, right, right. You know because you have porn stars that do this for a living, wishing they can get that type of business and they don't have it they do way worse shit this woman only did one video and then a couple nudes here and there and she's a multi-millionaire you know so there's strategy there there has to be some type of smartness behind that part to to basically turn that around so that's what i go for with her in this case scenario with the uh what's her name um kylie kylie right if she created a makeup line and it just so happens that she had the right investors to support, which in this case would be her parents, her sisters. Family, yeah. You know, if, if the family supported it and then poof, it actually hit the streamline and then it did what it did. It's her business. They just invested. It's no different from you investing in me or you. In, you know what? But yeah, it's no different from you investing in your own daughter. It's like if you have a million dollars, you won the lottery. Mm-hmm. You have... $100 million. That's your money. Your little girl basically grows up. She's 19 years old and tells you, hey, Pop, I was making this clothes, you know, this little clothing thing. You know, I wonder if you can help me out. You know, I, I need a loan. You give her a $100,000 loan. That $100,000 loan, she's like, Dad, you know, I need a little bit more. Then well, you end up she's in a more. position where she can't, like, fail, though, because of the lineage. Who can't fail? Kylie. She can't fail because of the success of her family? Absolutely. Is that a bad thing? But that's not self-made. How can it not be? Because, like, she's attached to such big people already. So, if if I was, if I was fucking huge, and my daughter becomes, has such a well-off business that I'm pushing, it's gonna be the business is going to be a success regardless, right? Right. But she created it, though. Remember, one thing is for you to push it, but another thing is for the people, the masses, to accept it and embrace it. They have to like it. Bro, anything that anything that this, that shit. family, anything that that family does, everybody's going to be on it. I mean, it, it, people we, are just obsessed with the family. So, I mean, at that point in time, they're linked all blame? the way. They're linked. That lineage is linked all the way back to OJ. Look. Let me let me give it to you this way. Would you consider Kim Kardashian self-made? Uh, no. Why not? Just because of the I would I would consider. Um, no, nope. I would consider Kardashians were nothing back then. I can, I would consider um Bruce Jenner. And what's the mom name? Fucking something Jenner. Yes. Um, her. I, I, they're safe. They're they are. Why her? Well, because of what, because of who they are, but, but they why? were they were they were married, right? Okay, so he was he was an Olympian, okay. So he was an Olympian, so he's self-made. How is she self-made? Well, I don't know exactly what she did back then, but part of it is be her, be his husband. So that make that includes in the self-made category. I mean, usually if if there's if there's a husband and wife. 
and one of them blows up, the other one usually goes with them, right? Well, I mean, they come with them because they were there. They, they reap the benefits, but do they reap the benefits of the title of I'm why we're here? She wasn't with the dude when he won his Olympics. Were they not married? Don't you remember, bro? She was married to freaking uh, Chris, uh, the actual Kardashian, the lawyer. Right, but what I'm when saying, he was winning gold in Olympics, she was still married with somebody else. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. All the all I know. So, but look, look here's here's where I'm going with this. You sound like I don't know, like Rick Ross said about Kobe's wife. You wasn't with me shooting <laughs> in the gym. I ain't never seen her. <laughs> Make a make a shot, <laughs> and you won't have my money. But to 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 that to that effect though, that's what I'm saying. If you really look at it from that, she was really nothing. So the one who really became self made because they had money because of the lawyer dad. They had some money. They were surviving. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Bruce got in. He's a millionaire. So boop. Bruce now, was a Bruce was a. You know, he was an Olympian. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Was, I mean, yeah. he, this motherfucker was on Kellogg's or, or what's that one series that, that advertises Wheaties, bro? <laughs> Wheaties. You know, when you're on Wheaties, you're self-made, bro. That's it, right? But so there. what I'm saying is, but that everything that point, after though, that, everything after that is kind of like. But th- remember, they never used his name. Kardashian didn't fuck with Jenner, but that's she literally they're just all intertwined she was a, though. But she was a makeup artist, just because they had self, and then she she got that going on. On 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 that whole little stream, everybody went crazy. She was smart though. Who did she do it with? She did it with somebody who was semi popular at the time. Right, and then poof, <laughs> that kind of went around. Yeah. And then guess what? After that came Playboy. After that came, oh my God, how could I have done that? That's not me. Mm-hmm. She played the cards. She did the marketing. Then she created an empire based on doing dumb shit. Well, let me correct. Not dumb shit, but based on a. Uh, uh, What's what I'm looking for? Um, Based off what she what she uh, chose to do. No, no, I know, but there's a word for this though. Uh, vanity, based on vanity. Okay. So, her business is vanity. She understood the key of vanity. She blew it up. So guess what? Now you have a sister that says, "Huh, I don't want to get fucked on, and I don't, I don't want to be streamed on all the time." I mean, granted, I want to do, you know, plastic surgery all over me and not look like nothing as I used to be. But self-made says, is defined as doing for oneself. Doing for oneself, right. I mean, but, I yeah, but even then, I mean, look, doing for oneself. Let's go back to Bill Gates and, and uh, uh, you got Bill Gates, you got... Uh, Bezos. Bezos, but... Um, no, what's the, why am I going blank? Jobs. You got Gates, you got Jobs, you got Wozniak. All right? These guys are self-made. But why are they self-made, though? Because these guys started their business in garages and shit. Right. But did they do it by themselves? I mean... No. That, I mean, it. yeah. No, they didn't. Bezos didn't. They needed... Wait, well, no. Bezos got a $300,000 investment from his dad. Right. Okay. Right? And that's but Bezos. Jobs... Yeah. Jobs... Did not do it by himself. Who did he have to help him? Wozniak. All right, they're self-made. Yeah, okay, they did it themselves. They're, see, look, that, that's where that's why I kind of defeat the term. You know, it, the self-made part is basically doing it all by yourself. You'd see, you know, back in the day, the term of self-made, what it meant to us. If this podcast goes where we want it to go, we'll be self-made. We can't be self-made. 
because we needed one another to get there. Bro, we are self-made. We made ourselves. We're a okay. team, right? We're teammates. How about that? We got, we got to define it correctly. Because keep in mind, back, I remember back in the day mm-hmm. when somebody used to be like, I'm self-made. Man, what you mean you're self-made? I made my first dollar by myself. I made that dollar into two dollars. I'm the one that created everything. I was the idea. I was the marketer. I was this. I was that. Nobody helped me. Nobody did nothing for me. Nobody wouldn't drop a dime on me. And now I'm a billionaire, and now everybody's looking up to me like they need something from me. Fuck you. I'm self-made. And that's exactly what we'll be on this podcast. You see what I'm saying, though? But that is you making it on your own every step of the way. No help, no nothing. But now everybody knows, though. In order for you to get from here to here, Someone has to backbone you. There has to be some type of support in some kind of sort of way. Right. But whether it's from somebody but that's else. Be, because, that's, because that will be us, though. That doesn't matter. Right. We're creating something that right. people want. Yeah. So, yeah, to get from here, to from level one to level two, yeah, we have to get people to buy in. I mean, but sure. that's because they're getting something in return. Come over here and tell us, hey, man, I helped out. Oh, fuck. You, you see what I'm saying? No. Everybody could come but, in. But that's not But that's not true. But Now, now if... Now if he was giving us this space for free and was like, yo, I'll do all this work. I'll make I'll make sure it looks good. I'll make sure it sounds good. I'll make sure I'll do this. And it's free. Now, that's a handout. That's true. Right? If we were in here recording weekly, having him produce it, edit it, make it look good, make it sound good, promoting it, this, that, and the third, and we weren't paying him, now he gets to sit there and he gets to take like a, a, a different type of credit as right. opposed to, bro, they paid me every week. To be here, they pay me for this, they pay me for that. I did this for them because they paid me for this. That's true. You're getting your due diligence. You got me on that one. You got me on that one. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, Kylie started her makeup brand right already on level 100. Because the moment Kim K says, yeah, this makeup. The moment, like, she's, like, you get what I'm saying? She starts off up here. She started, like, self-made is all about the start point. Right. You start off from, like, nothing, from zero, from blood, sweat, tears. Right. Now, okay, whether you got a partner or not, like, you guys are self-made. You guys found a way. You guys put the effort, put the time in, worked hard, prayed on it, if, you, if you're religious at all or, or spiritual at all. You made that shit happen. You made it work. You made it work. So it's, it's it's just a different type of, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like like I said, <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Right. I mean, I really do. And and that's why I say, like, I, I go back to it. There, there's, when, there's many ways to define self-made. Because right. the, the one route would be creating something out of nothing. Okay. Right? As far as product, which is what she did in the makeup. But then again, we can look at it from the old school self-made which was i had nothing i found something and created it all Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day everything that you see on my documentation has my name on it right it's a definition of self-made nobody believed in me yes i pushed through it i built it i made it happen started slowly but surely getting people to believe in me people to start investing in me and look around. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. See, because then again, look, I mean, let's look at just one, one last perspective here. Like if, uh, let's, let's just say, let me see. Who's, uh, let's see, you know, uh, let's fast forward a couple years. Let's say LeBron's kid, right? Okay. 
let's say he doesn't make it into the into or he doesn't want to actually play professionally, right? Mm-hmm. But he decides to open up franchises funded by his pops. He opens franchises. He opens about seven to ten franchises. Starts making millions, making some dough. Gets up there. Would you call that self-made? No. Right. For that very reason, like your start point is already at a high level. At, at a super high level. See, so it's like when, it's, but like it's like people glorify the word self-made. But the reason right now, while we work so hard. And so, your kids ain't got to break their back every day. You know what I mean? Like, that's that, but that's exactly why. Like, self-made is, it not only talks about, it, it just, it just kind of tells you where you kind of come from. Right, right. Like, where you started at. So, Kylie Jenner, you, you self-made. How old are you, bro? Like, 27, your entire life, you've been, like, cuddled and cradled. In this little platform, you've in the been platform in of millions. You you you've been, and I'm not I'm not knocking. It, you know what I mean? It, yeah, no, it, absolutely. It, it is what it is. Absolutely. But like you've been in such high places, places people won't even get to see. True. Are you people? People won't even be able to spend the night in a house, in the type of house that you got that you grew up in. Yeah. You called the house like that home. Me. We call that shit Airbnb, right? Like, like, the, like the only way somebody's gonna be able to stay in that type of house, in oh, a type shit. of environment, in a type of conditions that you're in, is if they book it through Airbnb. Bro, that was you every single day. You never, you didn't walk outside. You didn't see hit ups on the wall. People spray painting. You didn't see, you know, like bums out on the street. So I like that's true. That's it, true. Like when I think of self-made, I think I think of star points. I think of humble beginnings. I think of fucking fucking top ramen for dinner. It's like that story. <laughs> the, the, I think the, of fucking nobody believing in you. I think you you didn't have a scrap to start with, but who, you found a way to start it. What was that movie with Will Smith? The Pursuit of Happiness. That was a good movie. Great, Great fucking, fucking movie. That's if you have not seen The Pursuit self-made. of Happiness. That's a flick, you know. That that that's that, that's the, the recommendation yeah. of flicks of the day. Just All give right. it, just DM us, Good Riddance Pod on Instagram. We'll, we we have a we can have a little uh, conversation. Good Riddance Pod on on Instagram. We 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 can definitely chop it up. Also, man, hit subscribe, Google Play and iTunes, Google Hold Play on. and iTunes, Stitcher as well. Hit the subscribe button. Check us out. Talk to us. We want to hear back from you. Case. Oh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. So if you don't have an iPhone and you don't have a um, an Android phone, go online. SoundCloud.com. You can still hear us. Drop your comments. Leave your feedback. Man, we love you. <laughs> Shit. Let me, let me shift gears to something a little bit. I feel like a lot of times when we get on these shows... We kind of let time escape us, and I feel like we're kind of doing a little bit good on time today. So I kind of want to steer it away from, like, just pop culture, just talking about. And what I'm about to bring up is going to reference people in the, a part of culture, like big celebrity people. Okay. But, like, I kind of want to bring it. You're going to see exactly where I'm trying to go. All right, let's see. So. Prime time. Gabrielle Union. Dwayne Wade's wife. Okay. Actress. Beautiful. As ever. She 
she's had some interesting things going on, right? So she noticed her kids' Instagrams, right? And she noticed the type of things that they liked on their Instagrams. She noticed the kind of thing. Right. Okay. Okay. The type of people or where they where they putting their likes at. Okay. So she noticed that they were like the pictures that they were liking on Instagram were either only of light skinned girls or Latinas or just lighter complexion women, right? Ah. So she sat her kids down. Okay. So she sits her kids down and she kind of talks to them about like beauty. Um, kind of goes through it. And then she also asked her kids, from what I read, to show her, before she gets into what she wanted to say, apparently, she asked her kids to go on her phones and show them and show her pictures of women that they thought were beautiful and attractive. Okay. And a lot of the pictures of women that they showed her were of light-skinned women or Latina, like lighter-complexion women. Okay. So she basically told her, told them, like, this is not, you know, like, the only thing that beauty is. Like, darker-complexion women are are beautiful, too, basically. Like, you know, like, getting into, like, what the media pushes out to us, kind of, kind of talking about just race and like color of skin and like because the beauty that that we see that we get pushed through the media is Mm -hmm. all of lighter complexion women you know what i mean what do you think about that that's one that uh that's that's a serious one because if you notice yeah Dwayne Wade's a darker complexion gentleman yeah she's darker complexion their kids are darker complexion you know what I mean? Like, like, and every time a lot of people think about it or talk about beauty, it's usually lighter colors. Right. right. So we, when we see the fashion walk, the runways and shit like that, it's usually of lighter complexion women. You know what I mean? Right, right. And it's cool to have your preference, but black is beautiful, bro. I guess, I guess it's really, you know... I'm a big believer, and beauty is in the is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. You know, I I believe that a hundred percent. And I think you know, it, it believe it or not, I actually think it was really good that she sat him down. Okay. For one simple reason, because again, the media is pretty much teaching your kids more than you are. You know, and the, and the idea is going to be that you want to actually educate them to say, okay, look, I know what you're looking at is this, and right. you like this. Nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. It's great. Perfect. But I do want you to get the other perspective. The other idea to it. Check this out. Check that out. You know what I mean? And um, I I think that that's very important because overall, you know, it's true. I mean, the media basically pushes out a certain agenda of what they want. And that's all we see. And and yeah, because I mean, think about it. You know what? Let's kind of put it together a little bit. Some of the uh, so-called sexy black artists. I mean, let, I mean, if you start, t- you know, looking at from who's at the top of the totem pole. Right. I mean, Beyonce is of a light complexion. Right. Uh, you got Nicki Minaj at, at a light complexion. Who else we got up there? I mean, those are the first two I can think of on the top of my head. As far as I'm sure there's um, more. Like, I guess like, like uh, superstar women, I guess, or, or that are of lighter skin. Like yeah. Lighter tone. 
Well, no, in general, like just name, just name me like a big uh, actors. Just any actors? No, no, like a, like in pop, like like music, you know, artists. Oh, I mean, like hip hop shit, like that. We get a lot. I mean, as far as I don't know, there's a lot of beautiful women. I can't think of any outside. Oh no, that fast, yeah. But what I'm getting at is basically the media kind of pushes out certain ones. Right. You know, because, uh, look, not to go do, I mean, this, this may sound like a 360 or, so, or a 180, I should say. Right. But if you think about it, like, for example, the success that, like, a Beyonce has in comparison mm-hmm. to a success that an Oprah has. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More people are quicker, or the media is quicker to produce the Beyonce success than the Oprah success. That makes sense. I mean, you know, so it's all based on how they're basically putting it out to them. And I believe that she did, like I said, she did good, man, trying to show her that, hey, look, listen, this is, this is A, where we come from. And B, you, I mean, you can't discriminate where you come from. Right. That's one of the biggest things. It's like for us, man, it's like when we go back to our roots, back where we come from, like what we do. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't talk shit about the dudes at the ranch, you know, fucking taking out that fucking milk on the fucking cows and the cattle. You know what I mean? Right. Granted, some areas, you know, some of the chicks are darker than others, or some of them live closer to the sun. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you go to Belize, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, 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 you, if y'all see me, I'm dark. I got, I got a darker skin complexion. It's beautiful as fuck. But at the same time, it's like, like, we, we, we're like force fed. Like media's like take on what beauty is. Like we there's a lack of different shades of women yeah. being glorified from I'm talking about from dark dark all the way up to like pale. Like we don't get to, we don't get to see the full spectrum. So when we're being force fed what beauty is, it's like a European style of like what beauty is. Like here in America, like yeah. it's you know what I mean? So when 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 people ask what their preference are, they're probably saying, you know, like I like lighter skinned women, I like Latinas, I like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and granted, like my girl, like she's she's Latina. Latinas are beautiful, bro. <laughs> La- Latinas are beautiful, but man, I tell you, I I love women in all complexions. Well, of course, I mean that, that all it, com- it goes to it. here from this side of the spectrum. All the way over here. If you beautiful, Again, you are you. It's you know what I'm saying. Like I, I just, I just. It falls in the eye of the beholder, right? Like I just don't see color. I don't want to say I don't see color because that would be like nonsense. You lying to yourself, yeah, yeah. But like, it don't matter to me. I don't care if you're fucking blue, and it shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't matter. But I mean, keeping in mind the message that she was trying to send her kids, though, because keep in mind the kids weren't bashing on darker skin complexion. You know, like that'd be bad. They were just clearly showing bias or yeah, they, their yeah. their preference. They were showing which preference. is fine. But I feel like her I felt I found I found it a little bit weird that she was noticing what her kids liked on Instagram. <laughs> like that was kinda weird. But I mean that's mom's instincts, bro. I mean you gotta remember it. you wanna remember you wanna educate or you wanna try to at least educate the kids as best as possible. Mm-hmm. Now granted, now you don't wanna shove something down their throats. You know, like for example, because I but mean, that's what the media does to us. Well, that's true, but here's what I mean by that. And they're, and they're, and they're teenagers, so that may be the only thing that they can fathom as being beautiful right now—just lighter complexion women. Right, but I mean, look, where, where I'm going out is basically 
in that sense, yes. And absolutely. I was growing up, I used to love me some Kelly Rowland. Okay. <laughs> Pull one up. Oh man, I just peeked, I just peeked on the mic. You heard it? Yeah, I, I heard the pop. Oh bro. my god, like that's crazy. Pull one up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see you talking about. I used to love uh 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 Kelly Rowland too, or not? I just said that. Um um, Gabrielle Union too. Oh my god. See, but let me let me. Let, you know who Kelly Rowland is, bro. Uh, I, I gotta see her. I gotta see. Her. I'm, I'm bad with the name right now. But the, the the crazy part about this is that oh, yeah. it's you know because what I was trying to say is basically so think about it this way, let's say you have like a, you know because you, you got some of those families that have those traditions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So let's just say hypothetically you had you had a family that followed the traditions, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a kid that is basically showing. Hold on, wait a minute. Oh yeah, yeah, Talk. Talk. Oh my God, Destiny's Child, bro. You yeah, know, yeah, you know yeah. Kelly okay, Rowland. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, bro, don't, don't play with me. Don't play her. I know you're talking about now. Okay, I, oh my God, but keep going. Oh, okay. keep going. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to hey, have hey, this. Uh, hey, but, hey, sidebar. I got you. So my thing is basically. So let's say you got one of those traditional families, mm-hmm. right? That say, hey, you know what? Let's say, um, like, who has a strong culture like this, like, um, like Chinese culture. At least okay. from, from what I've seen so far from the people that I know. All right. right. So I'm not going to talk in general for like the entire culture. I'm just going to say based upon what I know. Right. Right. One of the, one of the things is basically kind of similar to the cultures of Hispanics from the roots. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to find your kind. Like that's it. You stick to your kind. You are your kind. You reproduce with your kind. That's the thought front. You know, that's the thought process. Right. You know, so my thing would be, and that's what I mean. You don't want to basically jam something down their throat. Because let's just say their honest and genuine preference is light skin. Mm-hmm. If you do it otherwise, or if you force them otherwise, or if you try to embrace something otherwise in an improper fashion, they could very well be like, okay, well, why do you feel this way? Why do you hate these people like that? Why? Right. You see what I'm saying? So it could be, it could be turned around very quickly. Instead of, instead, of, instead of attributing to beauty, you're attributing to like, okay, what you got against them? You know what right. I mean, right? So that's why I would say that it's good that she expressed it, but you know, once again, the expression that's it, boom, it's over. You know, give them that idea, like, hey, you know what? This is this, and that is that. You know, mm-hmm. appreciate beauty for in, in all the ways, shapes, and forms that it comes in. Understood. That makes sense. You know what I mean. So that's my realm of it. You know, that's why I keep going back to the eyes, of the, the the you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know, because who would have who would have ever thought? I just saw this. I mean, this white dude, man. I'm talking about this. This guy could have been cruising with. Was Stalin back in the days, mm-hmm. and I mean he was with, uh, I mean, he was with this girl. I, I mean, I'm talking about like dark. I'm the, the 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 that 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 African shine. You know what I mean? Like you know you know that you know that skin that just is vibrant. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got that vibrant skin. Darker skin is beautiful. And it's bro. just like, I mean, you know, like I mean, she's shining when she's walking, right? And then you got this white guy, pale, as a husband. Who would have ever thought that? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. It, it takes you back to that movie. What was that movie? Uh, uh, there was one movie they made back in the early 90s or 80s. Jungle Fever. Okay, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't remember the movie. I just remember the, the, the faces and who was there. So don't yeah. quote me on the movie itself. I never actually watched it. But It's crazy. But that's where I'm going at. This Kelly Rowland song right here. 
Whew. This motivation shit. Bro, I used Bro. Changed lives to this song. I changed lives to this song. But we're not about to do I that. Can, I can tell. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, All right. You're doing the snowball effect right now. Hold on. Snowball effect? What you mean? What I mean is... Bro. That's enough for that. Right, that's enough for that. Look at that. Look at that. Where you pause it. You're like, yeah, that's enough for that. <laughs> yeah, it's enough, for, it's enough for everything else. Let me stop it right there. Yeah. Per- perfect timing, huh? Perfect timing. That's just... <laughs> I mean, that's just hey, so, God. Hey, so what the fuck ever happened to her, man? I don't know, man. She she's probably doing her thing somewhere. Just kind of disappeared off the scope. Yeah, I'm just. But it's fine. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. She's she, like Beyonce is really the only Destiny child still like killing in the music music game. Oh, did you hear about um Michelle Williams, the third member of Destiny Child? She just checked herself into like a what was it, like a mental. Institution just for like mental health and shit like that. Oh, I heard about something like that. I, I I didn't you know. I don't know exactly you know what what was ailing her, but you know, I mean, do you th- you know what? Look, to her. Yeah, it definitely does, definitely does. I, I don't mean to be the devil as the devil's advocate right now, but let me ask you something. Because I, I've been I've been noticing this sometimes, not all the time, just sometimes random occasions, right? Where mm-hmm. sometimes when a superstar or a a person that's up there. Right. It's no longer in that media world. It's no longer relevant. They tend to do things to make sure that they find relevancy to their lives. And in some cases, you know, like uh, showing, you know, drug habits or right or or, or, or mental, you know, uh, state of minds, right? Uh, or disorders, per se. Right. To attract attention. Not, not and again, not to say that this is not the, you know the, the case scenario for her, but it just kind of struck my mind right now. Okay. How often or how real do you think some of this stuff is? I mean, because you know, I was having a conversation with one of, one of my coworkers earlier today. Vic, uh, shout out to Vic right now, actually. Yeah. As far as you know, because when you're broke and you don't got nothing, your depression comes from not being able to provide. Like, man, I, I, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But when you're rich and you got everything, it's like your depression comes from, I have too much. Right. Or I don't deserve this. That makes sense. But how true do you think that is, though? I mean, there, there's, there's a point where you work so hard to get to a certain level. It's, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, I just know that... When we say somebody has, like, mental health problems and they check themselves in to, like, a facility to get help, like, the general consensus of people automatically jump to, oh, man, this dude's crazy. Or that girl's crazy. Like, no. Like, it's it's literally like a spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're not crazy and crazy. Like, no, like, we all suffer from some sort of, like, mental health, whether it's yeah. anxiety, whether it's depression, whether right. it's, you know, like, like anything, like, schizophrenia, like, anything. You feel me? So, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, she was crazy. Maybe she was just struggling with anxiety. You know what I mean? Maybe she's just depressed. 
You know what I mean? Maybe she lost the level. I mean, we don't really know the story right. or whatever. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, like I really do like seeing people like come to grips and like get help before like it's too late. Because Which is like, good. Yeah, we've seen people are a couple people already this year. Like, what happened with the not uh, get help? What's her name? The, the, what about the other girl though? There was another story. Oh, Demi Lovato. Uh, yeah. Demi Lovato, um, she was put, she rushed to a hospital because of like a overdose of heroin. Heroin. Mm. It's crazy. You see, I mean, like a lot of people deal with, you know, uh, you know but, but you know, what? I, I find that to be very, you know, her situation is something ongoing, you know, because I, I've heard that there was a couple of struggles that she went through as, as, as a young adolescent. You know, right? Getting into it, you know. So there's there's a lot of different vibes. I don't know, man. Every time I just think of this whole like, you know, I'm checking into this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It reminds me almost of like this, uh, um, like publicity stunt stuff. Sometimes, you know, like the Charlie Sheen's. You know, when Charlie Sheen used to do it, I mean, most of the time he used to do it just because, like, he was just doing his thing. Right, right. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just get more more out of it. And his name was out there. Right. You know, Pam Anderson. You know, doing some crazy shit, and the name is out there. Then you got, you know, who, who's who's another one that was rough that did some shit like that? Um, uh, there's one person I'm specifically trying to think of right now. Ah, uh, fuck, I can't remember the name. I'll, I'll remember it's probably that not shit. important, but yeah, I get but, the point, though. But yeah, so yeah, my thing is that, that you know, it's it's a sad business when when you when you're irrelevant. Like one thing that I do believe is like when you do lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that you don't want to be in the media for, but you're just there. Right. DMX, for example. DMX was huge. Bro. But I mean, his demons just kept catching up to him. Man. You that, know, that, that's why I want to go to Arizona, man. You ever heard the, the, the interview he had? Which one? The interview that we, when he was in prison, man. He's like, man, he's like, I came to Arizona, you know, God's country. He's like, man, I found out the devil lives in Arizona. Oh, oh. <laughs> the devil lives in Arizona. <laughs> My boy straight up said, the devil lives in Arizona. I bet. And he's like, I will never go through Arizona, over Arizona, beside Arizona. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. But um, this is one of those things, man, where, you know, like, people, we just need help. We need, we need, we people need help. And people just got to be there for other people. You know what I mean? Like. Because money doesn't fix everything. Money doesn't. As, as much as we think that it does, it, it really doesn't. Probably does. I mean, I would like to have that problem and be able to tell you with knowledge that it doesn't fix everything. But you know, I mean, from what we, I can tell, we like, there's this Scott Storch. Um, there's this Scott Storch. Um, I don't, you know who Scott Storch is right? Yeah, producer. Absolutely. Produces like some of the biggest hits. Um, motherfucker. He has a. Um, he was one to tell. Like money doesn't do everything. Like he was like, in my career, I've probably blew through. A hundred mil. Easy. Like, he fell into drugs. He was getting money. Like, he was doing, he he had like a 20 minute, like 25 minute uh, interview on, on like basically like his rise and then his demise. And it's on YouTube. And he basically just talks about like, I was making so much money at one point. Like, like it got to a point, like when I was in my peak, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but he got to his peak. He said everything he made was a hit. Every song he made. For people, he was in a studio with 
Fat Joe, Lil Wayne, Chris Brown, like all like these A1 producers. He's he's mostly relevant in the 90s. So every every song you probably heard in the 90s, like high percentage chance it was him. So it was like he was like he was just making so much money, he fell into drugs. Like he's like, I was just doing stupid shit. For no reason. Like I would get bored and I wanted to go hang out with my friends in Paris. I would get a private jet. Take me to Paris. Should I go hang with the homies? Fly back the next day. Like weird shit. You know what I mean? Like just flying through it and and he went from being at parties that had Fat Joe and Lil Wayne and this person and that person to being at parties with bums. Damn. Like he would throw the parties just for random ass nobody people to come in just to feel relevant. Just just to feel relevant because those people fed his addiction. Everybody goes to what feeds their, you know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever, whatever feeds your, your focus, that's where you go. So if you here with me, if you're an alcoholic and I'm here with you and you know, I'm not about to drink, you're going to be like, well, I'm not about to kick it with people who do want to drink because I need to be able to, and men are like that, like in all aspects, like we just want to feed our ego. Yeah. At every point in time, like we just gotta make sure the ego is fed. We gotta make sure <laughs> the things you like align with the things I like, or if not, like we can't kick it. When in all actuality, you can like salads, and I can get a burger. Like it's fine. You get what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that thing. Like we we don't want to be around things that don't, you know, um, intrigue us. Feed the ego. Feed the ego. This is basically the main. Uh, the main thing I was trying to get to. Um, what's next on the docket, man? What's next? Oh man, I can't believe I forgot about that. About what? Okay. Let's get into some. Let's get into some looser shit real quick. Hey man, what, what, what did we miss so you, far? I, you wasn't expecting it, okay. which I love. Give me your top five wrestlers. <laughs> shit. Give me. I know it's hard to do top five. All right, but, but if you had to, <clears throat> okay. Wrestlers, all right. Uh, from from all branches, right? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, you know, from the, from ECW, the, from yeah. The, yeah, WWE, uh, yeah, WWFs oh. and WCWs. Okay. All right. So if I had to put them up there, all right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Man, I got Hulk Hogan there. Hulk Hogan. I'm right. glad you said that because he got some great shit going. I got Go Hulk Hogan. I got the Macho Man Randy Savage. The Nature Boy Ric Flair. Okay. I got The Rock sitting in that same category. All right. And mm-hmm. that's that was tough, by the way. Having the rock in that category, but Okay. He he's paved his bones. <laughs> his his promos were fucking good. <laughs> the rock was fucking good. And then of course man, this one's tough. This last one is between a um between HBK mm-hmm. and Stone Cold. Okay. So those are some other ones, man, but uh, I'm going to have to put it on. I'm going to give it by here to Stone Cold just because, again, it's promos. Mm-hmm. These, fools have, these fools have promos, bro. Do you they, remember those promos? They did. I mean, one of the best ones they that did. I didn't mention that he's in my top ten, but I didn't mention them there was Ultimate Warrior. These fools have okay. fucking promos. The Ultimate Warrior was something, was, was something different. But th- those would be the five that I would tell you right now that if I had to mix the then and now, mm-hmm. those that, that would be the... The five, the 
got you. But the five dudes that don't have cruising with me. I got you. Me, my top five. I mean, it's it's going because I've thought about mine before. Okay. Steve Austin. All right. No particular order. Steve Austin. Undertaker. About the Undertaker. So, like, when I was thinking, I was trying to compile my list, I was like, man, Undertaker. That's tough. Or Kane. He's in my top ten for sure. Kane? The Undertaker. Undertaker. Because I, I like them both kind of, but I was like, nah, Undertaker. I got more memory, more memorable moments with the Taker right. than I do with Kane. But Kane was a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Kane. HBK. Right. Triple H. Okay. And then this last one I'm about to say is... Mind-boggling. He was one that I didn't appreciate until I got older. Okay. Right? When I was a kid, I hated him. Everything about him. But now when I when I grew up and I thought back, the memories that I had of this motherfucker, the fights. Who are we talking? I'm talking about Mr. Kurt Angle. <laughs> Mr. Milk himself. Mr. Kurt Angle. That motherfucker. He was a beast. He was a showman, too. Yeah, you know what? He was a showman. He used to strip down the... And... and yeah. wait. But then I got some honorable mentions, bro. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. I love Benoit. The RVD. Like... Like... Uh, motherfucker told me he didn't like Rob Van Dam. I was like... This how do you not like... <laughs> if y'all can see me right now. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god! But you know, now, rough hey, top five. T- tell me something, bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I look. I don't follow wrestling as a, obviously as, as I was a kid, right? I don't follow it that much either, no more. You know, so. but there's only one particular reason. The only one particular reason why I ever, if I ever look up something for wrestling, there's one wrestler I'm looking up. What's that? Brock. Okay. All right, because uh, you know it's it, it's it, it was intriguing, you know how how the things have changed. You know, back in the day what power was in comparison to what power is today. Motherfuckers are just big. Bro, I mean, but let's not forget, man, Hogan was huge back then, bro. Yeah, Hogan was yoked. Like, Vince McMahon was yoked. Like, it was I mean, big motherfuckers. Like, I'm telling you, look, man, 24-inch pythons. Mm-hmm. Bro, 24 fucking inches. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's not, f- man, what the fuck? Anyway. Mm-hmm. What I'm going at is basically, you know, jumping back to WrestleMania 3. Hulk Hogan picks up Andre the Giant, slams him. Oh, man, that was like the, the – that's the memory for every single children growing up between the <laughs> 80s and 90s. You will never forget that image, never forget the sound, never forget anything about it. Right. But when you think about it, like now, I mean, you have Bill Goldberg mm-hmm. suplexing, you know, the Giant. Remember that? Goldberg. Fucking. That dude was fucking insane. Yeah, and then Lesnar putting these fools on the on his fucking neck like a, like if it's a log. Yeah. And just killing him. Yeah. I mean, that shit is crazy, bro. Dude, I mean, he, hey, remember Test? Uh, <laughs> I just thought of that. I remember hey, Test. That motherfucker bro. was that motherfucker was good too. That motherfucker was crazy. Nah, man. <laughs> I, I I never liked him just because I think I swore that he was a knockoff of Diesel. Nah, he wasn't. That, that's how I felt, bro. Big, sexy, <laughs> fucking grabbing the hair, dropping it to the fucking left, and then right. fucking power bombing the motherfuckers and shit. Motherfucker was flamboyant as fuck. Let me, let me, let me. You in your top five, you mentioned Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. 
have you heard about his most recent um, shenanigans, if I should say? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. No, the, the, the earliest thing that I heard is, was that he was reinstated into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and that Vince was giving him a new contract to come back. So he was reinstated into the Hall of Fame. And the reason he was um, reinstated is because he's shown that he was a different man. Right. After multiple apologies. Okay. The thing he was apologizing for is video leaked of him in his home. And I'm not exactly sure what he was talking about or what, you know, what he was talking about. But a quote that he said is, um, if we're going to work with a nigger, make sure it's a rich one. It was something about, it was, it was like, it was something about a sex tape. Okay. And I don't know if the person that he was speaking to at this time mentioned, let's get a black woman or a black person. Okay. To join us in our sex tape making endeavors. Okay. But, and he said, if I'm going to work with a nigger, mind my, my, my you, put the ER on it, <laughs> which, <laughs> which a lot of people have a problem with non-black people saying the word anyways. But then he put the ER on it and he said, make sure it's a, make sure it's a rich one. Man, that motherfucker. So he got home. so he got pulled from the Hall of Fame. Again? No, for that. Oh, okay, I got I got gotcha, no, That's gotcha. why he got pulled in the first place. So he got I pulled gotcha. from that. Um basically they banished him from being a part of the WWE because of, you know, the the, the backlash that they right. would have got if they kept dealing with him. You know what I mean? Because I think he was still calling matches and he was still making appearances on and so they stopped all that and pulled yeah, him from the Hall of Fame. Minute. Yeah, he was. I so apparently he's been showing that he's apologetic, he's remorseful for it, he didn't mean it, blah blah blah. But I don't believe that for a second, bro. Because you're in the comfort of your home. You're at home. You're comfortable. Yeah. You 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 don't think anybody's watching or listening. So you're saying exactly what you think. And exactly what you mean, like, yeah. I think I think I, I think it's time to cancel him, man. I think it's time for a good riddance. It's I don't know. I don't. You know what? That's racist as fuck. Remember, remember uh, the Clippers owner, uh, 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 Donald Sterling. Yeah. Remember he said something. But you know, they got him out. The, they got his ass out of the league. They, they, look, I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm a devil's advocate here. Oh shit. Okay. Because granted, you know, that it, it was wrong. But right. the part that I, I guess if it was captured at the, in the comfort of his own home, just like I got a problem with the thing that happened with Sterling. What's the problem? You know, because he was having a conversation. You know, if, if the, it's like me and you having a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you exactly what I feel. I speak my mind to you, mm-hmm. right? Someone records me and then they get that information. And then they send it up to my bosses and say, hey, this is how this fool really feels about what he's doing every day, about how he's doing it. And then they come back to me and say, oh, you got to go. Fuck. Why is that? Someone recorded you doing this. Who the fuck did that? Well, but you see, it's, it's, the, it's the, the information that is presented is information that should have never been heard to begin with. Because right. cause one thing, because uh, and, and I know this for I've known this for many years, man. There's a lot of dudes that I know. Mm-hmm. They will collaborate business with anybody, black, 
Chinese, Hispanic, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Irish. Racist. This person. Racist as fuck. Right. I mean, won't invite anybody to his house. Won't do shit like that, right? Amongst his people, speaks his mind. How he feels about everybody. But he'll never tell them to their face because he respects the persons enough to the sense like, you know what? You are a human being. I feel the way I feel. But this is how it is. But to be racist is unacceptable. But of course. When I you're mean, racist, that means you don't like somebody. You don't respect somebody based off the color of their skin. That's true. And that that's I mean and again, that's one of those things that's like fucking like you gotta get out of here for that. Like Donald Sterling, he said those racist comments yeah. in a league. He owns a team in a league that is over seventy percent black. Who's a fucking idiot? He's making billions of dollars, but you off know, of these players. But here's here's one of the things. It, it's it's you got to go. It's a tough one though. I mean, for me, I, I look at it in the in I look at it. I guess in the in the business perspective way, where it's tough for me to basically just outright somebody based on something that was supposed to be private bro if a video came out of somebody you did business with and they're in a video and they say he says something completely racist about hispanics i don't like i'm not gonna say any of the of the service right, right, right and somebody shows you this video like yo man look at your boss right here he's saying yeah this this that i don't like these motherfuckers that that how would you feel? Are you still doing business with him? Well, once again, and, and I'm going to give it to you straight. Do you confront him? Do you say, yo, this I, is... I'm going to give it to you straight. And I'm, I'm going to let everybody know how I feel about this one. If you are speaking your mind to the masses, if you told me this shit directly, if, I, if you're saying it to people in general, if you go out on a daily basis and you treat people like shit based on how you feel, I will address you, Right? But if you treat everybody on the outside, the outside of your home, everybody is treated correctly. You tip everybody the same. You do things for people. You donate to charities. You do all these nice things for stuff. But it just so happens that you actually don't like doing it. But you do it anyway. And then you're in this, your comfort of your own home. And you're now you're just like, man, fuck this show. Why the fuck do I do this for these motherfuckers and blah, blah, blah. I hate this. I'm racist about this. I'm racist about that. Whatever. At that point, it goes back to one simple tradition that I've always believed in. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Everybody's entitled to how you feel. And the same way that it's one of those things where I say you cannot judge somebody based upon the color of the skin. At the same token, you can't judge somebody based upon how they feel internally. However they feel is how they feel. But right. it's their actions that come to you of how you treat them in return. Now, nigga, if I know anybody feels a certain way about black people, like, like if if you showed me a video of my boss saying, "Oh man, I don't like black people," or he's dropping the n bomb with the with the with the er at the end, or just in general, like, right, I'm gonna feel some type of way. Like I'm like I may not say something to him. Like if like he if he was recorded. And he think he's talking in his own in privacy, right. right? I won't go up to him and be like, "Yo, I saw this video." Like, you know what I mean? But I would be like, "I'm done here." I'd probably quit a job for that yeah, because or, because or you'll make your changes, right? Right. I'll, I'll make my changes accordingly. There you go. Just because, like, like I won't tolerate. I can't tolerate being disrespected. 
Of so course. whether you're doing it in my face or behind my back, it's 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 kind of more hurtful that you're doing it behind my back. It, you know what I mean? So like, I know you can feel however you want to feel. I get but that. But I just don't. I, I can't associate myself with you in no facet. You know what I mean? Like, and and me it's more so if I heard anybody talking a certain type of way about another person in a racist fashion, in like that type of way, I would probably try to disenfranchise myself with them as well. Like of course. if somebody like if I'm at work and somebody says, Oh, like like I've been at work and a person said, Oh, motherfucking Mexican, blah blah I've even told people at my job, like, yo, like you can chill. Like you can go to another branch. Like you don't right. gotta like I've told people that. Like I get the fuck out of here with like, that shit. You can you can get the fuck up out of here with that shit. Like you you know what I mean? Like I feel you. It's just it's just that thing where it's like we're in the, we're in an era, bro, where it, it's we all the same. We all got a voice. We all want to feel a part of something bigger. Right. We don't need motherfuckers going around being racist. We no. don't need motherfuckers going around hurting people. And, 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 and you know what I mean? You know, and and that's what I mean too. And that's why I say that you know, overall, it, it, if I'm doing like I guess when I put it in this perspective, if we're talking business in general. It it goes back to one of those things where there's certain lines that you can't cross, right? Right. So, like, for example, like, if someone's speaking their own opinion, and this is the way that I see it just because of the way that I was raised in so many ways. I was so used to hearing so much shit. Right. Every fucking time. And believe it or not, a lot of the shit that I would hear, these motherfuckers never meant it. They just said it either to be funny or amongst their peoples or they wanted to prove some type of level of point, whatever the fuck. But the reality of it is that, let's say, for example, if I know somebody is a rapist, I'm not fucking with you, period. That's it. Period. That's it. If that, you harm children and women. Man, I don't period. give a fuck. Just like the rule of thumb. Like people say, like I had this conversation with um, a friend because mm-hmm. we were watching something on, um, where were we watching? We were watching like lock, a friend Locked Up, but it's like the documentaries that go on in jail and they talk to inmates and shit like that. Okay. And then. One of the inmates were like, um, like, like, why are you like here? He started talking or whatever. And then he's like, um, yeah, man, one a person I thought was my friend, he did some foul shit to the kids. And I went and um, before I went to jail, like I told on him so he can go to jail. Right. So the homie was like, oh, man, he a snitch. He a snitch. I'm like, no, it's not a snitch. In the streets, like. You protect women and you protect kids. That's it. Everything else, the drugs, the other dudes that are doing shit with you, this, that, and the third, all that shit, you don't have to say a word about none of it. But you protect women, you protect kids. kids. If you know a dude raped a woman, it's a rap. I'm telling. Like not 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 that sounds like some big shit. But like I'm a like I'm gonna make sure I deal with it. For for anybody who can't see right now, I'm raising my hand right now, bro. I'm gonna start telling this shit. Right? I'm a I'm, I'm gonna deal with you myself or I'm gonna turn that in. I'm gonna turn it over. Just because women and kids are off limits when it comes of to this, unless the woman is in the streets. Right? Yeah. If, if she's in the streets, if she's, if she's a she's, part of the life, yeah. Yeah, if yeah, she's yeah. a part of that life, then okay, she's off limits. But any other woman Wives, kids, innocent bystanders. Innocent bystanders, they're all like yeah. you know what I mean? And, and we yeah. don't bring in and we don't bring innocent bystanders into our world. That's it. And we don't fuck with them. We don't fuck with them. Right. But we protect them too. Like of course. so it was just one of those things like he's not snitching. 
a person's out here harming children, you deal with it yourself, or you let you let let the law take authorities care. take care of that because because they have no mercy for that shit either. Yeah, and they could go to jail for rape. Oh my god! If you go to jail you're, and inmates find out you're, you're there raped. for raped, you're there for, you're there for rape, you're there for harming kids, Molesting women, shit. bro. They will molest your ass. They will sodomize you. They will fucking, you know what I mean? So well-deserved. Right. Nah, we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we men, we do men shit. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, that, and, that's, and that's where I'm going at, man. It's the fact that in, in a scenario like that, when there, there are certain lines that you don't cross, you know, especially if you do it, mm-hmm. you know, or there's certain things that you just don't say or don't do, you know? Right. But, that's why it, it, it becomes a fine line, man. And, and I think that, you know, when I look at it from a humanitarian perspective, when I look at it from myself, I mean, if I hear somebody bad-mouthing within me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fuck with you no more. But if we're doing business and you're generating shit for me, it makes it very, very difficult. Right. You see what I'm saying? To right. really, like, take in those ma- the, the, those 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 decision-makings. You know, because it's tough. I, I don't know. Right. I, I haven't been put in that position to really say. I mean, who knows? I might just say fuck off and that's it. I mean, that's personally what I would want to do. Right. But, you know, I think of it like also in that in that whole scenario thing where you got people that are so high up there. Right. One remark, one thing that they said. And this is where it's because it's I'm a big believer in the laws in so many different ways. Like freedom of speech is the one thing that I just believe in into the fullest. Mm-hmm. And I believe that everybody should believe it. So if anybody comes out one day, because, you know, people change their minds. That's the thing. That's why I can't hold people accountable to what they say so much because they can change their minds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was a dude racist as fuck for so many years. Swastikas everywhere. All this kind of crazy shit. Remember the dude I told you about? What's your... the, uh, the dude that used to work with my brother. Uh, we, we called him uh, We called him Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, the dude that would, that would have the tats and stuff. Um, yeah, and the yeah. voice and everything, bro. Yeah. You see this fool, and you're just like, oh, shit, man, this fool's, this fool's going to be the most racist shit in the world. Right. Nah. But why? He, but, got, he got locked up in the pen, mm-hmm. changed his mind, because he was around so many of, of, of different diversities, minorities, and things like that, and eventually changed his, changed his way. And then all of a sudden, everybody that knew him for what he was couldn't judge him with that same paintbrush, because now... He's not the same top frame. He's not the same dude. But it's something. It's still something to that, bro. Like, I just feel like you're taught you, this We got to hold people, like, but accountable though, for what they say, bro. You're taught about it. See, but I, I get it. But now let's look at the mental state of mind. See, the, the, the mental state of mind, you know, like uh, like the hood state of mind? Mm-hmm. People, you know, the, you, you can take the kid out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the kid. Right. That's a state of mind. If you're racist, my belief that it's a state of mind. You didn't just grow with that shit. You were taught. That. It was taught. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if it was taught, it can be untaught. It can be changed. Right. You see what I'm saying? So in so many different ways, whether you learn as a kid or whether you learn as an adult or whether you learn as an old man, that's where I come in and say, well, you can't really hold them to it so fucking much because one thing that I never believed in, I don't believe in making someone change their ways because I changed their life in the sense that, okay, you did that. You said this. I take it all the way from you. I'm not God. I don't have that ability. 
Because then if you take something from someone, you obligate them to change your mind. And then at that point, it's almost it's a, it's more like it was forced than it was natural. Right. That's what jail is. You see what I'm saying? That's what prison is. So that's why I say a lot of times if I see these changes or I see people that say shit or do whatever the fuck, you know, you start learning from them. You start mm-hmm. picking up. What is it? What's this? What's that? A lot of these people change their minds. A lot of, people, a lot of these people say, saying, you know what? I apologize. And they mean it. Not just like that fucking shit. Like, you know, in Hogan's case, I mean, you know, in wrestling, one of the best wrestlers of all time, one of the best showmans of all time, one of the best entertainers of all time, he's up on my top list. Mm-hmm. As a human being, that fool's probably below dirt. That incident is not the only one that basically made him a bad dude. Right, right. I'm, I'm, lot, sure, there, I'm, sure it's other, I'm sure there's other things that turned a lot of people off. Yeah, so in that sense of it, that's why I, I kind of go to that, that piece of the realm, is that in the end of it all, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's granted hold accountability for somebody's actions, but only if and when they hurt somebody. Because now it's up to the person. Because if I ever hear you, let's say, for example, we're having a conversation behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And let's say you felt, you felt racial for some kind of way. Right? Right. Like, like you just felt like whatever the fuck. And you just wanted to just let something out at that moment. You didn't really mean it, but you were just so pissed at that moment mm-hmm. of how life was going. And you said some shit. And I recorded you say it. Right. Who's the one hurting somebody here? Is it the person that puts out the video to the public for the masses to see? Or is it you for saying it? Well, because you were talking to me. Well, think about it like this. Is that person putting it out? Yeah, that person is breaking, you know, confidentiality. But at the same time, like, at the same time, like, it's shit that probably needs to be known. And that's one thing, and I don't want to get into politics at all. Yeah. But that's one thing that I dis I highly dislike Donald Trump for mm-hmm. is that he's taking the mask off of the people. I mean, and, and it's one of those it's one of those things that's like a double edged sword. Right. Because yeah, he pulls the masks off the people that feel like him, that mm-hmm. actually think like them, that are racist, and I believe Donald Trump's a racist. Um like he takes a mask off of Mm-hmm. Right, so it hurts a lot of people. A lot of people see, you know, people being stripped away from their families, and Donald Trump is saying this about this country. People saying, you know, hurting a lot of people in, along the way, right? Right, right. But then at the same time, I feel like it could be good that he's the president because we could really see people that are not like Trump True can really see that we had we came a long way. We still got a long fucking way to go. Like, a lot of these people are never going to stop being racist or never going to stop being bigots until the fucking day they die. Right. We just got to hope that we can break that that chain when it comes to their youth. Right. You know what I mean? Like, any white man that's 70 years old, I'm already like, man, this motherfucker right here. That train's passed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about him. And not to say that I'm out here judging white men over 70 years old, but it's like you were growing up in an era where this was natural, where this was normal, right? where this was just life, everyday life. We don't fuck with you. You got black skin. It's fine. It's fine. So it's just one, it, it's just one of those things. But keep like, my, how old was Sterling? Who Sterling? Sterling was an old 80-year-old fucking white man. Yeah. Yeah. 
But you see where I'm going with this. I see where you're going. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like there's certain things that you just can't. I mean, uh, oblige. I mean, some people like, and that, and it, and it takes me in, and that's why I always say it. It's like I want to embrace people for what they feel and for what they say. Right. Okay. I've worked with racist people before. Personally, me. If you don't like a race in general, it's up to you. You were taught that way. That's perfectly fine. But when you're around me, you treat me like a human being. Because at that point, I don't look at the skins. I'm looking at, okay, look. It's like that one song from, uh, what's his name? From Biggie. Mm-hmm. The, the one that goes, uh, he, uh, let me see, what's that beat go? Mm-hmm. He, how am I going to let this dude take my life if he breathes the same breath I breathe? Oh, yeah. What, 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 you know what jam I'm talking about? That's a sick beat. I can't, think of, the, I can't think of the name of it. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll try to look it up. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's like... Uh, uh, they bleed just like us. You right, know? right. So anyway, but so I'm going to that. Regardless of what, you treat people with respect. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Now, if you want to be racist and you want to do your thing or whatever the hell, just like it is like, I mean, keep it in mind, man. There's a lot of things that just because, you know, racism is one topic, there's a lot of stuff that other people don't agree with. You know, like genders or stuff like that. Right. You know, or like, the, or, you know, basically like, uh, what is this thing? Uh, uh, like when people start judging based upon what you like as far as food, as far as what you like as, you know, health-related purposes. Right. Do you drink? I know people that pee, that, that start beef just because you eat meat. Oh, you oh, you kill cows? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. Fuck you. Wait, well, what the fuck? I don't even know you. Fuck you because you eat cows. Like, okay, but then, yeah, but it's the same concept, right? Well, you know what? Fuck you because you don't like, you know, you're racist. Fuck you. Right. So then at that point, instead of creating a boundary of fixing a, fixing a problem, you're, you're, we're, we're becoming a problem because at that point, instead of fixing it and understanding, Hey, you know what? You do you, but don't disrespect and don't come at us. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, as long as you don't fuck with me and my peoples, feel the way you want to feel. I really don't give a fuck. If you're going to work for me. Do what you got to do. I don't give a fuck. You go home. You talk all your shit all you want. Because in the end, we ain't breaking bread together. But it's just something about it, bro. If you racist and I find out, but that's I'm, what I'm out. Saying. I'm out. But that's my point. And if you say it to me. I mean, of course. And that, that, clean that shit up real quick. Th- those are the remedies there. That's what I'm yeah. saying. There's a fine line between it all. Because there's that. And then you got basically other people that basically, you know, they feel very, very highly of like sexes like genders for example right you know there's some states now that don't have genders i don't know if you knew that that don't have genders correct like their their driver's license ids basically there's male female and excuse me unidentified so they let people choose unidentified yeah okay so because they don't want to be branded with the gender right but then you know then that's fine, because again, it's it's a choice, you know. The people are they're, they're pushing it, they're 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 they fought for these rights and all this kind of stuff. Right. But now, kind of the same concept, right? If a person that is unidentified as a gender, you're a male, and you refer to them as a female, or as a male for whatever it is that you see them as, mm-hmm. and they flip on you, talking about man, I don't fuck with you, I'm done. 
you see that there's there's boundaries that I mean nowadays there's just so many things that's why it's so hard for me to put like a like a a definitive point to it you understand what I'm saying right because if I agree to one thing I have to agree to it all and I refuse to I can't that's that's interesting yeah you see what I'm saying yeah so that's why I, we we have, we have to hold our grounds as far as we have to respect one another and then respect ourselves mm-hmm. because again if someone comes up to you and starts doing that crazy racist shit. If you fuck with them, even after that, trust me, man, you could be getting a fucking wailing of a slap from me, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, yeah. I'm, you must have fell or something. Something's wrong. You know, so that, that's the kind of shit that, that, that you know, like I said, it's, it's a little touchy, man. You right. can't, it, it really doesn't have its definitive answer in so many ways, it man. It makes sense. I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is, man. It has yet to be fucking seen. You know what I mean? It's like an unsolved mystery. Right, right. Fuckers. It's fucking crazy. But I mean, where we at with time, man? Um, oh, man, we I'm not, close I'm, an hour and a half. I'm not sure what that is. What is that, 90? Well, that's not, yeah, hour 60, 32. Yeah. Um, that was another episode, man. To close it out, you got any, uh, anything, man? Anything from you until next week? We got to go golfing. Golfing? Yeah. Bro, I'm black, man. We don't. No, I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to golf, bro. Right, Mini me. golf or real golf? No, real golf. Let's go to the ranges first. Let's go check it out. I'm down for that. Yeah, this is, uh, I do the, let's do that. And if that don't work, let's go to the batting cages. There you go. And if that don't work, fucking go bowling. What the fuck? Hey, man, you trying to roll with us, man? Hit me on the DM. That's let's it. Let's go. Anybody that's, anybody that's with it. Man, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Good riddance the pod. Follow us on Instagram. Um, Good Riddance Pod, like us on, or, or subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever you want to do. If you want to pop up, chilling with us, enjoying the show, let's talk some shit, man. Yeah, we interested. I like that. Hey, but let some real know. shit. Like, bring some some insight. Like, we don't want you just, we don't want nobody just coming up here just, just talking shit. Yeah, just chilling. We like, do that too. We want you to, like, talk organized shit. <laughs> organized let's talk organized shit it's like a mafia bro like organized crime but like, now nah, fuck the organized crime organized shit that's what yeah, we're gonna let's do. just we're talk organized organize shit, shit. <laughs> hey fuck it that might be the, what's the name of the show i don't know uh i'm telling because you obviously you were snitching just a little bit ago i'm yeah. telling <laughs> I'm t- okay <laughs> fuck it i'm telling episode eight go rent is the pot right. and we out over a thousand six 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 <laughs>